0: Everyone, this is Red Brad and you're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. If you're a podcast regular and you've been listening to our lesson from Lasso series, then you can go ahead and skip ahead a minute and a half to start the pod for the day. Well, it's been almost 25 years for me as a volunteer chaplain and press officer in and around professional football, soccer, as we like to call it here in the U.S., And with that in mind, I've been offering this occasional series entitled Lessons from Lasso, essentially giving a chaplain's perspective on some of the things we see in the hit TV show meshed up with my own experiences in the game. All the while trying to be careful not to over-spiritualize what's on the screen, but commenting on some of the elements I believe can be great points of personal and professional development no matter what your role or relationship with soccer. So whether you're an athlete, a coach, a staff member or executive, or even a fan of soccer or of the Ted Lasso show, I hope you'll find this series fun, creative, and having a little bit of everything for everyone that's in and around the game. Thank you for listening to the From the Touchline podcast. Here we go with another lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net! Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post, not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post almost made him in, and they have he has the hat-trick, the second in his career, the third of the night, the hat-trick hero talked about you're not gonna be able to sustain that kind of pressure to the corner, goes towards the near post, and you're at the angle and what a goal! What a goal! While at the fundraising gala, we see Coach Lasso finally meet the quasi-villain of the Ted Lasso show, former AFC Richmond owner, Rupert Mannion. Mannion is the pompous, arrogant playboy millionaire who continues to be a thorn in the side of his former wife, Rebecca. And he seems to pop in to the show at the most inconvenient of moments to make Rebecca feel as though she's nobody. In this scene, Mannion lays claim that AFC Richmond is his club he's quickly corrected by Rebecca, used to be your club. And Mannion kind of passes it off, making sure Lasso knows the club is still his in here, pointing to his heart. Well, Lasso comments, the love of sports team is a lifetime obsession, and then goes on with one of his lassoisms, telling an awkward metaphor story. But let's stop here and discover the lesson from Lasso. Now, if I had to pick out the audience for this lesson, I'd say it's definitively more for the fans that are among us. Now, in earlier episodes, we've talked about love. What do you love to do? How do you show love to your enemies and to the haters, the people that seem to be against you? We've talked about love in a few other places sprinkled here and there, but today we're talking about the love that a fan has for their team. We use the word love for many things. I think sometimes it's easier to understand love when we contextualize what we mean. You know, the Greeks had four different words for love. One was storge. It was used to describe a love of a thing. We might say, I love ice cream, or I love AFC Richmond. Eros was used to talk about sexual love. It's where we get our root for erotic. Phileo was used to describe deep friendship, or sometimes uh, what we may term as brotherly love, or this is my bosom buddy. And finally, agape. It was a, a word used to describe a divine love, or a, a God-centered, God-focused love, a, a a love that only God could put in us. So as Lasso here describes the love of a sports team, it's kind of weird because he mixes some of our understandings of love with the trailing story that he hints at a childhood crush that's maybe never left him. But I think this actually might help us to understand a bit. You see, like that childhood crush, like that love of a sports team, I think that often we don't actually fall in love with someone or that something more than we fall in love with an idea or an ideal, a hope. I remember for many years growing up cheering on my native Denver Broncos, an American football team here in Colorado. As a young boy, I, would, I could go toe-to-toe with anyone else, citing and reciting the facts that the Denver Broncos had the best quarterback, John Elway. I knew the statistics. I could replay the awe-inspiring moments of his career. The last minute at the, at the death drives down the field to come from behind and win the game. But there was a problem. See, I was a jilted lover. The Broncos just could never seem to win the game when it mattered most. They always lost the big game, the Super Bowl. I don't remember the 1977 loss to the Dallas Cowboys. I was too young. But 1986, 87, and 89, three appearances, three losses. My love of the Broncos in this lifetime obsession was painful, to be sure at times. I was done with them over and over and over again. Now, of course, they've gone on to win since then, but now I'm on to other loves and other pains, namely Manchester United Football Club, but that's for another day. What do we do with our lifetime, lifelong sports team obsessions? Well, the truth is, if we invest too heavily, they can really ruin us, it seems. Jesus gave a warning that had some similar undertones to this, to his friends back in the day. And I think his words might be something that he would share with us again. He says, "'Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and rats come in and destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and rats don't destroy, and where thieves can't break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also.'" Let me say that again, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Well, my friends, if we were to add to Lasso's words, we might need to say, be careful. The love of a sports team is a dangerous lifetime obsession. And if we put too much into it, if we store up too much time, energy, money, and other things into that obsession, when it fails us, and it eventually will, we may be too destitute to recover. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the Touchline.